Yep, there's Shmo. I'm admitting his Shmoness. I just see a glyph. I have the baseball game on and the other TV. Now I'm getting a severe thunderstorm warning. Mm. Livingston County. Oh, okay. 7.45 for the next hour. Okay. If I lose you, <laughs> my internet's knocked out. Ooh, it looks bad. Does it? Yeah. Dude, can you swing the camera over? Can I? Let's see. Uh, it just looks dark, or is that your doorway to your house? To the rest the of your side house? Door. Oh, yeah, it just looks dark. Can't really tell. I'll just show you. Can't even hear me. Yeah, and I can hear you. But it sounds like you're on. Oh, you're going completely out. Well, we get a view of his house at least. That high. Oh, wow. Cool. That's cool. It just rolls in like that. I could see his big high ceilings again. Yeah, that your house looks almost as nice as I saw this one listed in camp <laughs> online. That one was awesome. I wish I lived in that house. Oh, look at that! Oh, uh, the wind's you, picking up. That's that's how far north Mike is. He's in the upper, <laughs> he's upper in the, the lower. You peninsula. guys are totally in the clear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm they, right they, in the middle of that mess. We barely show up on the map. I, I don't think we're on the map. All right. Well, actually, no, because we're covered by that bar. But uh, yeah, right in the middle of it. There we are. There I adjusted. We are right above the bar. Mike is. I don't know. I'm in the. Like, I'm in the mix. Like in Keweenaw <laughs> Peninsula by Isle Royal. You have like, like uh, different local stations with different weather people. They're all. We do. They speak we in do, French. Seriously. <laughs> we, yeah, we have the Lansing stations. Oh, because <laughs> the sports guy go boom goes the dynamite. I didn't. I haven't watched <laughs> it. We do. We get. Uh, uh, Detroit, and I get like Lansing too, so I got them both. <laughs> cool. Is it like being up at Central? It is. <laughs> it really reminded me of that. Watching Channel Twelve and Twenty Four. And <laughs> I was watching Five, CBS. I can't remember the call letters, but it's the same station we used to watch up there. The year is twenty twenty one. Yeah. It's the twenty fourth of August, and you're wasting away on the North Coast. And this is Amigo Shabo. And Mike in the Armageddon area. <laughs> and Mickey. Looking jaundiced. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm drinking. Uh, what are you guys drinking? I'm sipping an Irish whiskey. I have best. a uh, Oberon. I've got more Land Shark, Land Shark but it's fresh. I have some limoncello. So, uh, oh, nice. Salute. So here, take a look now. Can you see? I got to move this. I don't know if you can see that ominous looking wave. <laughs> it's right in line oh, with, shit, your, yeah. with your uh, window panes. Yeah, now we can see it. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, wait, is that, that coming at you? Wait. No, that's going away. That's it's, So that's the out the front. Oh, uh, the, the back was looking scary. Yeah. And then that's what just came over. It looked hurricane. like you had a hurricane on top of you. Hurricane Mike. Holy crap. Well, uh, the big news is that uh, 
Jimmy announced two more shows. Oh, Schmo doesn't want to hear it. Is Schmo having the storms now? <laughs> he didn't want to know. He didn't want to know what the big news was, so he covered his camera and his microphone. Don't tell me. I don't want to know. He didn't want us to see him eating. Yeah, no. I was eating. <laughs> Not you. But... Not that we can't tell right now. But Well, now that you started bitching about the camera, so <laughs> I realized it looked like I went away. But anyway, uh, Buffett announced two new shows for the end of September. And lo and behold, magically, the clouds parted. And uh, one of the shows is Pine Knob. Yeah, totally unexpected. Had no idea. First I heard of it was when Patty texted. Was that same for you guys? Texted on Monday morning. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know where she heard it from, but it was on um, Jimmy Buffett's website. So maybe she saw it there. Because I went, as soon as she texted, it's like, oh, come on, I'm not falling for that crap. So I went and, yeah. went and researched it, and I found it on MLive. And then afterwards, I'm thinking, well, I could have just gone to Buffett's own site. And sure enough, there it was listed right next to, I think it's Cleveland is the 25th. And it's we're, gonna, what, the 23rd? Yeah, we're the 23rd. Thursday. They're going to be the last show. Excuse me. So he has got, I think he's got three shows at the beginning of September, all in Colorado. And then two shows at the end of September, one of which is our show. Nice. And we heard about it Monday and I immediately got all my recording stuff together and I recorded. I managed to record the radio commercial on Tuesday morning after about like nine hours of recording. Um, Probably more than that, probably more like 12 anyway. But anyway, um, and then uh, tickets were supposed to go on sale on Friday, but we heard about the presale on Thursday. Unlike last time when they had like five pre-sales, there was only there were only two pre-sales that I know of that were on Thursday, both at 10 o'clock with different passwords. Our password was music for those keeping score. And uh, any stories? They're not going to be fun stories like the old days when we had to actually go someplace to buy tickets. But any adventures? Oh, mine was totally boring. I got I got right in. And I didn't waste any time shopping around. I just bought, like, if there are decent seats, I was going to grab them. So that's all I did. I was in and out, done. Cool. Easy. No, Joe, how inconvenience. about you? I'm unmuting because of Lucky. Oh. Uh, you know, I wasn't, I just didn't want to worry about it. And a friend of the show, Wally, texted me the night before, but he also texted me that morning. And I said, I would have just forgot. <laughs> so it was about 9.30, 9.45 when he texted me. Or he said something about the waiting room. So I went in there. So uh, I ended up, since I was only buying a single, it was really strange. But then I ended up getting a decent ticket because I'm all by myself. Mm-hmm. And I figured I'd just get one. It's, it's too expensive. and um. <laughs> But I thought, hey, I'm going to try to get like a real good ticket since it's a single once I started looking. And then I I selected one and I had trouble. And we'll, I don't know if we'll talk about it, but I sure. finally selected one and almost purchased it. But I owed like $789 or something. I That's mean, I was, just the service <laughs> fee. <laughs> I, uh, so I, I was caught that, yourself. Um, Jeez. I was in what they were calling platinum. And there was no triple digit letters that I think the real close ones at all on there, or at least couldn't see those. I don't even, I bet those aren't even sold at all. Right. <clears throat> and that's, I shouldn't say sold. that. I don't know. 
I was just trying for any single digit and I was trying E and G and all this stuff. And then it was Schmo telling me that it digits doesn't... are letters. <laughs> Thanks for the voiceover. <laughs> I should have acted like I didn't hear that. You just and, need uh, a, like a text crawl underneath them and just <laughs> yeah. I could have done I could do it later. <laughs> Close caption. Uh well, single characters, single letters, but the uh it, it's all flustered first, now. It wouldn't work. <laughs> it's, oh yeah, tell me it wouldn't work. Like you, it was. I wasn't even get as far as the card. It said like your ID isn't good enough, and then the, so I finally logged out, <laughs> logged back on. It knows my you. Phone. See, that's what happens when they when they do that cross platform <laughs> stuff and know you from site to site. So we I don't know, like I, the stuff you buy. Yeah. We have your Amazon <laughs> records, right? <laughs> so. uh I went not the to, kind of uh, person we want at Pine Knob. <laughs> I went to the phone. Let's say the kind of person that buys seven hundred dollar tickets. Yeah, yeah. I went to, um, you know, electric plug covers. What were you thinking? You know, and uh, it didn't work on the phone. Then I just logged back on, got back in the waiting room real quick, got back in, and then, then I had. Then it was telling me stuff like. Someone just purchased your ticket. <laughs> then I started getting what, what was more of a normal message. But I ended up with row C. And I don't know if I'm well here, I got the ticket on my You're on the right. I, I know. Yeah, right. I already two. know. R2 that's awesome. Two. Row C. Yeah. Yep. Row C. That's very so, nice. Um, yeah, that'll be cool for me. <laughs> you know, I deserve it. <laughs> Since I'll be all alone. <laughs> Uh, but you know, I thought maybe we'd go on the Diamond Jack because I always win tickets when we go on the Diamond Jack cruise. <laughs> every time, <laughs> every time I've gone. But uh, anyway, so I end up with Rosie, and uh, I'm happy. I'll be uh, alone and looking for you guys. <laughs> That's way way me. back. <laughs> looking way way back. Way back for me. I'm LL double L's for me. I did all my I'm shopping. I'm in double on... digits, Joe. Double <laughs> <Well>, digits. <laughs> I did all my shopping on the phone, on the app, because I had I had good success with it, or I had success with it last time. And uh, I was very particular. I was not going to grab the first thing I did. I was going to, because I remember Joe saying that if you wait like 10 minutes, 15 minutes, all the first, all the tickets that were snapped up first, but weren't actually paid for, will go back into the system. So I was prepared to just sit back and wait 10, 20 minutes. But uh, I got into the, the waiting room as soon as it opened. So there were only 350 people ahead of me, which didn't seem bad. No, I take that back. You don't know what you don't know at first because you have to sit in the waiting room for 10 minutes. Then you go into the queue. And that's when I found out that I had 300 and I was 300. There were 349 people ahead of me, something like that. And that went by fast. They just like disappeared within a minute, it seemed like. And like Joe said, every time I clicked on a ticket, it would say, oops, sorry, someone else, another fan has claimed this ticket. And so I got that constantly. I'd see something really nice. And I also, uh, no offense, I avoided right and left because I didn't want the extreme seats. I wanted left center, right center or center. So I concentrated on those. And uh, just kept selecting something, finding out someone else had claimed it, going back in, selecting something else, finding someone else had claimed it. And about 10 minutes of that, 
and it got, it got smaller and smaller and smaller. The little list of, of tickets got smaller and smaller. And then about 10 minutes after, boom, there were like 30 more tickets or it seemed like. So I went after those and, uh, and I'm thinking, man, maybe I'm just going to have to sign off and try again in an hour or two. And then I saw right center row Y and I snapped that up. I actually got it and I was able to buy it. So that's how it worked. And it took about, it took, it was 10, 17 when I, when I got the tickets, it took like 16 minutes for me to shop for my tickets. And I got two in row Y right center. And uh, the funny thing was the next day I'm going through my photos and I, I see the uh, Instagram photo from the 2019 show. And it says taken from row Y right center like three seats from where I'm going to be sitting. <laughs> so I'm practically in arm's reach of where I was in 2019. Nice. You'll have the same pictures, same vantage point. Mm -hmm. yeah. The more things change, the more they stay the same. And they're not, they weren't bad pictures either. So that'd be nice. <clears throat> but they will. It's all up to Jimmy and his, uh, his stage setup, how different the pictures will, the 2021 pictures will be to the 2019s. Oh, and then right afterwards, I checked out Vivid Seats like an hour later, and I found out that uh, my tickets were going for $50 more than what I paid for them. So I'm thinking, oh, cool. Ooh, that's nice. And then I checked back the next day, and it's like between what I paid for them and $50 more. So it really depends on how much you want to pay. And I just checked Vivid Seats just like an hour ago. And I found out that really, really good seats are going for like 200 bucks, which is only 50 bucks more than what we paid. And I'm talking the second section center, center section behind the really good seats, the triple letter seats, 200 bucks, row oh. N, row yeah. N dead center for 200 bucks. And I'm thinking, I wouldn't mind paying that for seats that close. 200 yeah, bucks is that much bad. more. Yeah. 50 bucks more. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, I, I, does that include the, the Ticketmaster fee? Do you have to pay that as well as whatever Vivid Seats adds on to it? I don't know. Because our, our seats are actually 170. It says 150, but they're 170 something. Yeah, I, I would think. So it's really not paid. that much. It's not that much more for uh, row N. Of course, having said that, they're being snapped up right now. Right. Right. I, it, I just couldn't. You know, I was all set to just do that and wait mm -hmm. and see what I saw. And then, but then that was there. So I grabbed it. I was trying to get lawn and I couldn't, I mean, I was having a hard time getting lawn. I was having a hard time getting it to work. Mickey, did you filter exactly what you wanted? I don't remember. I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting uh, weather notifications, but for this area. Um, oh, it's heading your way. Oh no. Oh, yeah. Rockwood. Mike. I can see it. I sent it down there. It'll be there in about an hour. <laughs> I was going to say a couple I, of hours. I don't remember filtering anything, but I definitely did not see the platinum seats that you were talking about. Everything I did not I, see that. Everything I saw was like 55 oh. bucks lawn or 149 pavilion. Everything was the same. I didn't see any lawn. Of course, Would I you, wasn't shopping for lawn. Well, they were in there. They were lawn mixed was, up. Lawn was just one. You know, it would just show up in a list and it would say lawn, but I, I was going to buy a lawn. And every time I clicked on it, things went haywire. 
<laughs> so it was it would let me buy the lawn and then sometimes i couldn't buy the lawn but were you filtering your tickets though using the filter me I don't think no. so. yeah any of you no i do no. not think so i did not deliberately filter i know that no, just, i didn't deliberately filter it was kind of happened yeah i just but it looked like it wasn't in like decent order right it did kind of try to put the best tickets on top well there's two tabs at least i used on the pc so you have best seats or best available and i don't know what the other one was so then i would i would go to best available just trying to get one single ticket mm -hmm. uh maybe it was because i did that but i was getting all kinds of platinum and i had a and i was trying to filter the price you know give you a price range and i was filtering all the way up to like two hundred dollars or less and it was still showing me you know six hundred dollar tickets $500 tickets. It was, you know, and I almost, cause I almost bought one. I said, Oh my God, they, <laughs> they have a platinum, you know, it says platinum in little letters under it. Well, that's from your Amazon shopping. They know yeah, yeah. there's a big spender. Must be. He gets protein shakes every three weeks. He must be rich. <laughs> Send him the expensive seats. So have you seen all the complaints about the, the health check or whatever it's called, whatever thing where you oh, have to. No, no, I, I didn't, didn't see any, but I, I assume that there would be because I saw some blowback on Roger. And then we mm. talked about in our chat, uh, Jason Isbell's yeah. stuff. I saw it on uh, the Buffett news page on Facebook. There were some people that were saying, well, how am I, you know, Jimmy can make sure that I'm vaccinated. How am I supposed to know that he's vaccinated? And it's like, well, one thing you're not going to be next. You're not going to be within six feet of six him. feet can, of him. I can tell you that. And uh, the other thing is he's already said he's vaccinated. He's been saying that since April. That he's yeah, if you listen to any of the shows, he's been he's been talking about yeah, it. You're such a fan. Along. You haven't bothered to listen to him. To anything he said. So that irritated me. But basically the whole thing irritates me. I'm so sick of talking about this crap. Why are we arguing about this? Not the three of us, but I mean, yeah, the country. Why are we arguing about it? I know. I can't believe it. And, and how how uh, that just it's political. Well, it's stupid political. But also, you know, these artists have to weigh they they don't want to get all political and alienate part of their fan base. So they have to say, like, Roger. He says, you know, we're, we're going to adhere to whatever the venue and they, well, it's they, actually, they have, you know, play their shows anyway. They can't pick and choose. Yeah, but he I'm, did come out and say they he, they recommend yeah. the vaccine. Right. So they, they kind of picked the side and then all hell broke loose on the comments. Uh, yeah, yeah. And and there's one thing they didn't they didn't say we're only going to venues that require it, but just about all of them do. But he didn't say that they're not doing some acts. Some, you know, acts are not going to any venues unless they require it mm -hmm. or they're requiring it. Or, you know, Roger has a different position. He can't. He has to go by the venue. But he's not saying, hey, I ain't going to a venue that doesn't require it. Right. So. Because in, he needs the money. In Buffett's case, um, Live Nation is requiring the all the all the that all concerts um you have to be vaccinated to attend or have a proof of a negative COVID test. So, and I think that's why Buffett canceled those three concerts down South, which were going to be also in, uh, in late September, I thought. 
And now they're moved to 2022. And everybody was pissed off about that, too, saying, you know, both it's screwing over the fans and stuff. But anyway, oh, wow. but yeah. I'm saying I, th- I think that's why those concerts. Were, yeah, concerts were canceled. I did. Say I agree. That. It was I agree because of you. Live Nation and not because of Buffett. Are you guys prepared to bring your oversized CDC card to the concert? Yeah, I'm afraid not to. I mean, I, I have it scanned and it's on my phone, but you can't. You know, it has to be paper. It has to be printed paper. on paper. But then I'd be afraid. Like, I, I'm always afraid you of don't... paper tickets, plane tickets. Yeah. I'm always afraid of those, too. Like, oh, man, what you if they don't have take to bring, it? You don't have to bring your original CDC card, but they do want it printed on something. It can't be on your phone. I already checked. But I, uh, I actually bought way, way back when they were talking about proof of vaccination, I bought a little plastic sleeve to put it in. And it also comes with a lanyard. So I'm just going to be wearing my CDC card to the concert. <laughs> so I'm already prepared. And they also, the game. they also suggest wearing a mask during the show, which I was kind of surprised by. But uh, they don't, they're not saying you have to, but they really encourage it. So I just use that as an excuse to go to Amazon and buy myself a tropical themed mask. So it's it's still coming. It should be it should be coming this weekend, I believe. So, so well, I the masks are kicking up again, I, you know, and, and yeah. uh, Michigan football. Same thing. You're they recommend it when you're in your seat and it's required, like when you're in the bathrooms and in, uh, in the oh, concourse, really? like indoors. Yeah. Jesus. Yep. I mean, it's just a bummer. I mean, I'll, I'll adhere to it. But uh, I mean. I don't know, but you know, you it's, guys know, but I sweat a lot and those masks, they get so, so soaked today. It was so hot. I had to wear a mask to uh, urgent care because you know what? Kate had a COVID test today. Huh. We were a little, she had some symptoms, but it, it was negative. Oh, that's good. We're hanging good. this weekend with, with my mom and she's 80. So, um, and she, we're all vaccinated, but um, with this Delta, it's yeah, you can still carry the Delta. And just, plus the it's down to like sixty six percent or something efficacy with for Delta our vac- our vaccines really right? yeah I didn't know that uh, I think that came out today or yesterday uh, so or the latest in. study so instead of ninety seven percent or whatever it's like sixty six percent wow um well uh, the other story is um that under the volcano documentary that jimmy's been talking about whenever he introduces the song volcano he talks about the air montserrat studio that george martin the beatles producer built in montserrat or on montserrat and they just made a documentary about it and buffett's in it along with uh, the police and dire straits uh duran duran i can't think of the bands that were in it rolling stones um, but those are all the bands that recorded in Montserrat before the volcano blew and wiped out the, uh, the center of the island. And I guess um, the exclusion zone, the, the recording studio is right at the edge of the exclusion zone. So you can't get to it. Wow. But oh, uh, by the way, in, in Rolling Stones news, Charlie Watts passed away today. Yeah, yeah I saw that. Read that. I saw that information. Well, yep. I don't think he was touring with them. He was sick or something. I don't think he was going to be here. No, he had some kind of medical procedure or something, they said. So he wasn't going to make I the heard, tour, I guess. I, I heard that he wasn't going to make the tour anyway. But uh, That's 80 years old. 
<laughs> and, and here's our, you know, these bands that we grew up with, right? He's, he was 80 years old. Yeah, and, and uh, Keith, Keith Richards is still alive. <laughs> in related news. Man. But yeah, we saw Ian Hunter and he was like, he must be 80. I think he's the same age as my mom. Yeah, he was over 70 when we saw him. Yeah, yeah so like, that was like six years ago. Yeah, yeah. He's, he was like 74. Yep. And he was, he was rocking. Yep. These guys, man. I was uh, tempted to suggest that we have a movie party and watch Under the Volcano, but uh, I'm glad we didn't because Buffett is barely in it. He's oh. he is the first artist that they talk about recording. He's not the first celebrity that shows up in the documentary, but when they get to the part where the Montserrat studios are built and open, he's the second artist to perform there. And he is the first artist to be interviewed about not perform record there. And he's the first artist to be interviewed about recording there. And uh, he shows up 16 minutes into the movie. He speaks for two minutes and 50 seconds and then boom, he's gone. He's never talked about ever again. So here I am thinking this is going to be, like Buffett's going to have a big part of this. He wrote a song about the volcano. He he uh, released yeah. an album that has the volcano on the cover and he gets two minutes and 50 seconds. So it's still a good documentary, but don't approach it as a Buffett fan. Just approach it as a music fan. That's my advice. So that's my under the volcano review. Right. Filtered, filtered through a Buffett podcast. Did you say how? How can I watch it? It's uh, available the the digital ways. I don't know if it's in theaters, but you can you can you it's can. The, uh, I mean, is it? Do I have to pay for it? Is the question? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that might have an effect. Yeah, yeah. I, I think may, I may wait for it to be free. Yeah. And the other story, the final story of our podcast is Jimmy did do four more shows at the beginning of August, starting on August 7th, Saturday at Jiffy Lube Live in Bristow, Virginia. And this was where Jimmy revealed that he has an honest to God pencil thin mustache. And here he is talking about it in the Bing and Bong show. We're all masked up. Do we have something? Well, under that mask. Look, we're wearing this mask to be safe, right? Yeah. But in the meantime, you can hide things behind your mask. Well, would you, would you, all the viewers, you think they might want to see something? I'm thinking they might. You don't have to do it right now. We can do. No, no, no. I think uh, the, the viewers at home should see it before the viewers All right, here, here. go. Drum roll. Well, I got an explanation. Okay. <laughs> so, um, this is, this is a first that's going to be happening here at the pavilion tonight. We have never, ever played pencil-thin mustache with a pencil-thin mustache. It's Boston Blackie! <laughs> no! This Looking ain't good. fake either. That's a little color touch-up. I mean, you think it'd be frosty. Oh, it looks good. No, I, went, I did a costume. I did a costume party for my daughter. Yeah. And in it, I just, you know, it, it came to me to cut my goatee up, and I went, I've never had a pencil thin mustache. Did you, did you actually shave that? I did, but I had, I listen, uh, the repress, Tina, who also occasionally does my hair here because she's so good at it. Yeah. 
Tina worked on this stash for well, me. Well, it, so it looks marvelous. looks okay? Yeah, it does. I'm liking it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it, it passed the test when we went to the party, too, because but this is kind of... Then I went and looked at Errol Flynn's... I looked at a bunch of pencil-thin mustaches. What and this is the here? Errol Flynn model. Well, what about Boston Blackie? Well, Boston Blackie, too, yeah. Yeah. I've got to get the actor's name to play Boston Blackie, yeah. Who, who was that? I can't remember, yeah, but can't Boston remember. Blackie, okay. We, 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 we sort of go way Boston back. Boston Blackie had one like this, like an arrow. The swashbuckler. you got right. that swashbuckler appeal. Have you looked out there? Is everybody happy? Oh, man, it is huge crowd. I, I mean, the lawn is already full out there tonight. Well, that's nice. Goody. Listen, goody. Goody. <laughs> goody. <laughs> Nobody knows who the hell Boston Blackie is. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I think he's a detective. I mean, that was even before our times. Oh, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Um, I think it would. Uh, was it a TV series or was it a serial? I'm thinking it was a serial, a movie serial. Yeah, maybe. I I don't know. But uh, yeah, I just know the name, the character name. I did know the actor name because I was looking for photos of Boston Blackie that I could put in on the video, and I forgot his first name's Kent, but I forgot his last name. And uh, as you might suspect, the set list is pretty much the same, but uh, I've got another clip. I've got several clips, actually, from Bristow. But here's the clip of Pencil Thin Mustache. Um, I don't know if I include the part where he talks about his mustache, but he brings up something else about the song in regards to Virginia. I am going to Manassas to start this leg, and these people have been so great to me. This is where the chant on Margaritaville, salt, 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 started. Would y'all, let, let's warm up here. Wasting away again in Margaritaville. Searching for that lost shaker of salt. There they are. There they are. They got it. They got it. They got it. So anyway... So I thought I'd include that. It was a quick little mini version. They got to hear Margarita 1.2 times that <laughs> night. Um, next clip is from Son of a Sailor. And we mentioned this way, way back, um, right before the tour started, I believe. Jimmy did that interview with Billboard magazine, and he talked about recording a video album recorded on his boat in front of Sunsets. And I think that's what he's talking about during this, during the intro to Son of a Sailor. So, it takes many, many strings like it takes many, many sails to sail a boat. And we have lots of strings here tonight. That's a tiny little guitar with lots of strings. I got a big one. These 12 strings. That's like having a lot of good strings in the air on the boat. Are you ready for this, huh? I'm trying. Well, we saw that because we say we did. I sailed uh, down. I went through the uh, the uh, canal, uh, the Delaware and the uh, Chesapeake Canal, and sailed. I'd never been all the way down to Chesapeake Bay till last year, and we uh, we slipped through here and, and made a couple of shows on my boat as the stage. And we, I just played songs. But there were sailing songs that encouraged me to write sailing songs. And hopefully it'll be out soon. And we had a lot of great people that we met up and down the bay. And boy, do we eat some good stuff.
And then he goes on to talk about crab cakes. Um, the next clip is from Five O'Clock Somewhere, and Jimmy creates a brand new word. Now, no, we, Alan is not here tonight, but Mr. McAnally, as some of you know, does a really good Alan Jackson impersonation. Did I say impersonation? Impersonation. I'm an understudy. Okay. Is that a Scrabble word? <laughs> it's a brand new word. It was just born moments ago. An impersonation. You, that's the second first thing tonight. Okay. <laughs> All right. Take it, nobody. So here he goes. Mr. Mac McAnally as Alan Jackson. Hey, Jimmy. Yes, Alan. I've got this song, man. Ooh. And it goes on from there. Um, the next clip is One Particular Harbor, and once again, Jimmy forgets to say the not yet part. Well, I see the day when my hands and my mustache does appear. I made that up. Well, he was he was messing around. He he, got, he threw <laughs> threw himself yeah. off with the mustache. Yeah. Well, he couldn't say that yet because it wouldn't make sense, mm-hmm. right? The way he positively put his mustache line in there. Yep. Uh, the next clip is from Volcano, and of course, Jimmy brings up the documentary again. But in doing so, he creates a brand new intro to Volcano, which I thought was really pretty cool. Yeah, there's a documentary done. Uh, George Martin built his studio, and a lot of people. Uh, made some great records down there just to run away to an island. I only happened to live two islands next door, so I sailed to work. Uh, that was the good part. And some, yeah, I mean, I got to do that. So this is a little song. Uh, but that volcano uh, was, was filled our picture window in the rented house we had. And my friend Keith Sykes and I looked at it. And it was, it was kind of a dormant volcano. And it had like little sulfur pools. We'd go up there and splash around in the pools. And uh, and we went, I, I don't know, you think it'll ever blow? And uh, so it started rolling and rolling, and then Keith just came in one day and went, you know. Then I said, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know where I'm going to go in the volcano. Uh, Keith Sykes, that's uh, yeah. What's the uh, uh, "Come as You Are" beach bar? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been. That's and, a song. Uh, and the best day or something like that. He's got a couple of good things. Yeah, on that on that one album, that could have been recorded there. It, you know, that kind of album. Cowboy in the Jungle was the next song, and Jimmy dedicated it to Tony Bennett, who had retired, announced his retirement the day before at the age of 95. Um, I didn't even know that he'd retired. I did not hear that news. The next song was Why Don't We Get Drunk and Screw, and I thought it was pretty funny that Jimmy was reminiscing about the old Virginia is for Lovers t-shirt back in the 70s. That was all the rage during the summer, that summer. Everybody was wearing Virginias for lovers. And I thought that was funny that he used that shirt to go into why don't we get drunk and screw. 
Um, they did Everybody's on the Phone again, including the solo with Fingers Taylor. That was cool to hear. And the last clip from the Bristow Manassas show in Virginia on Saturday, August 7th, was Pirate Looks at 40. And I included a clip from it just because it had an awkward beginning. got so excited we don't know what we're doing here at the end but i just remembered a song that i needed to do right now okay you got g2 no it's not g2 never mind oh oh it is the right guitar okay it must have been the wine or that gummy that got in there Poor guitar tech got yelled at for no reason. Yeah, he was wrong. <laughs> the uh, next show was Jones Beach on Tuesday, August 10th, and um, bad weather was predicted for it. So Jimmy decided to start the show early. There was no Bing and Bong show. And um, they actually they seemed to be going a lot faster than usual, but it turned out to be a pretty full-length concert. And for some reason, this inspired Jimmy. I don't know if it was the cause of it, but he played a couple extra songs from the last album, from the flip side album, from the last studio album. Um, the first uh, first clip is from the intro to five o'clock somewhere. You can hear Jimmy announce the change to the set list that he's calling an audible and changing the set list. You can hear him skip whatever song was scheduled to announce that they're doing five o'clock somewhere. No, 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 Mr. Mac McAnally, CMA 10-time Musician of the Year. How's it going? I'm watching his hair blow, wishing I still had some. You know, <laughs> I used to have something like that. But anyway. You can hear the rumbling in the background. At first, I thought it was thunder, but it's actually just wind. Okay. I was wondering about that. Sounded um, like thunder. Yeah. It's wind because it keeps going and you can hear it. You can hear it switch between microphones. Um, they brought back women going crazy on Caroline Street, which is a surprise. That was another audible that Jimmy called. And uh, they they performed for the first time. That's my wave. And here's the intro to it. Hey, that's my wave. Sorry. We got it in. Hey, Woo! hey, that's All my right. wave. I have good news. Did I? Yeah, I played the wrong song. I'm sorry. That was the wrong intro. Because the weather report comes after the song. Um, here's the intro to, hey, here's the intro to, hey, that's my way. So far, so good. I need a Here's where we're asking for the weather report. All right. So, uh, I want to I get this new one in, and uh, 
because this song was written uh, right out here uh, in Sag Harbor. And, uh, and I wrote it with my, my friend Glenn Goodman, who happens to be a part-time songwriter and a damn good uh, doctor and chiropractor. He's here tonight, so I didn't want to not, not do this if, uh, if we get this cut short, but we're, so far so good. I'm liking, I'm liking this, you know? So uh, this is a surfing song. If you, and you live way out on the East End, it's summertime and there are a lot more people than you want in the water. So anyway, this is a little, this is a little song. First time we've ever played it anywhere, live and in person, right? Well, y'all will be the judge of this one. So uh, it's a little thing called, hey, hey, that's my way, okay? All right, so here we go. All right, here you go, Glenn. <laughs> And the next song is is Volcano that happens right afterward. And that's when Jimmy gets the weather report that he was asking for at the beginning of Hey, That's My Wave. So here's the weather report. We got it in. Woo! All right. We've got about another 20 minutes. This is going to break up. Just do it. We got through the worst. Okay. I have good news. <laughs> So, we, uh, we pushed the storm away, and uh, it's going to break up in about 20 minutes, not bad, and we should be cruising on for the evening. So, thank you for pushing that mean-ass cloud out of our way right there. Well, at least it wasn't a volcano, you know? Oh, you want a volcano? Is that what you want? Well... There's there's a hill uh, there's a hill on Long Island. I, I think there's a there might have been an ancient volcano here at one time. Why are you laughing so much? <laughs> a hill. A hill. There is a hill here that could possibly be a volcano. A hill with indigestion. <laughs> a hill. Oh, I'm not going there now. Okay, okay. A hill with indigestion. Okay. Okay. You you hold that one, Mac. I, I'm going to Montserrat where the big volcano was right now. I'm, Yay! And uh, gotta clear all this crap. Was interesting. Next track is oh, here's the here's uh, Max turn to speak because it's the intro to Little Martha. Are you ready to face this crap? Oh yeah! All right. Actually, yeah, that was. Not quite the intro to it because Mac didn't get a chance to speak, to speak, but that was the intro to Little Martha. Um, they did Pirate Looks at 40 earlier. It's been the last song for every show, but this time they did it like three songs before the encores. And so that kind of set the stage for a different final song. And at long last, he did... There we go. The pause, the dramatic pause was to make sure I was going to start the right clip. He uh, did Book on the Shelf, the, uh, the much requested Book on the Shelf. Okay, we're going to do, do one more little song for you here. And uh, th this is, uh, 
This is a song, it, it ended the uh, Life on the Flipside album, and uh, I don't know, it kind of came to me as a, as a kind of a refrain at the end of it, but uh, also, I got to write it with uh, two young writers who happened to be the daughter and the son of Mac McAnally and Michael Utley, who are married. So, the next generation of... Uh, of uh, whatever these bands are going to become. It was a great thrill to do it, but it's a little song called uh, Book on the Shelf, and I'm going to do it for you right now. And thank you all. Drive home carefully. Have a great summer out here. And, uh, you know, thank you to all you uh, healthcare workers, first responders, people who got the vaccine. That's the way we got on this stage tonight. Yeah, we wouldn't be here without it. So thank you, and let's get back to who we are. All right. Well, I hope you had fun Slacking in the slack top Unchaperoned over on the flip side I write what I know about Made up or true These songs aren't for me They're for you Fade out so there's the Jones Beach show. Two unexpected songs, and uh, he brought back Women Going Crazy on Caroline Street and beat a big rainstorm. And he seemed to indicate that Mac and Utley were married. Yeah. <laughs> the way he said yeah. that. And they yeah. had a son and they had a daughter. Together. <laughs> Together. And they wrote with Jimmy Buffett that song. What a cool story. There's a lot of people walking away very confused after that show. <laughs> Thursday, August 12th was, how rumors the, get started. was the Camden, New Jersey show at BB&T Pavilion, which, of course, they had to call B- BLT Pavilion. Um, <clears throat> during the Bing and Bong show, Jimmy was asked what his current favorite band is, and he said it's called African Jazz Pioneers. And I looked him up on Apple Music, and they're African performers that play big band jazz, which hmm. is interesting. But they also include an African feel to it. So it's, it's not just big band. It's a big band by way of Africa. So it, it is kind of interesting. I didn't get through m- very many songs while listening to it, but it was interesting. Um, the other thing was, I can't remember what brought it up, but uh, Jimmy started talking about fish tacos. Have you been out fishing with <laughs> Captain Benny lately? Yes. And do you have any good fish tails to share? Uh, we have been out, but we haven't seen. We caught a lot of black bass, and we made fish tacos out of them. And black bass, if you're on the eastern seaboard, and they're running this year, it's kind of like a cousin of the grouper down south, but they Whoa. make really good fish tacos. Now, how do you prepare those, being the chef you are? I like mine with Lettuce coleslaw. And no, that's a cheeseburger. Oh, that's okay, right. Okay, let me do that. I like mine with coleslaw and Tabasco. Uh, let me see. Oh, okay. I like mine with uh, coleslaw and Tabasco, uh, a little bit of cheese, and let me see, what else I going to say? Okay, that's it. You got me. Okay, that's good. I like that. Yes. Trying to ad lib. I was ad libbing the whole night the other night, so it's still in there. I know. 
go work up a little appetite tonight. We've got some good cheesesteaks for you. Philly cheesesteaks. Do we have cheesesteaks after the show? After the show. Do we say where we got them or do we not? Yes, absolutely. How about 4th and South Street? 4th and South Street. Jim's. 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 Jim's Steaks. We're Jim's. All the way Jim's. South Street. Okay. All right. You're supposed to. Okay. But anyway. There's your recommendation if you're ever in the area for Jim Steaks. Um, during the intro to Son of a Sailor, Jimmy mentioned uh, the wreck of the Emmett Fitzgerald and Gordon Lightfoot. And it's like, I don't know, is that the, kind, is that the song you really want to bring up when you're about to sing about sailing? Anyway, um, <clears throat> here's the intro to The Slow Lane from Camden, New Jersey. So... Um... We did manage to uh, make a little new music uh, during that time off, and uh, Life on the Flip Side wasn't meant to be theme songs for the pandemic. It was just talking about going across the Gulf Stream to Cuba. But anyway, it is what it is, and it was what it was. So I don't know if I recall hearing that that's what Life on the Flip Side may- means, going to Cuba. Life I in did Cuba. Not. No, I, I did. I just assumed it was pandemic related no 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 the the album title came before that yeah it did it's just a coincidence that you could use it like that i was thinking he was just talking records side a side b yeah but no it's uh traveling between qos and cuba life on the flip side so i that's why i included that clip because i had never heard that story before um, they did Everybody's on the Phone again, again with Fingers' solo. And during the intro, Jimmy mentioned that Fingers is in Jackson, Mississippi. And I don't know if I knew that because I thought he was still in um, Michigan. What what town was it again? I can't even remember the town he was in Michigan. I can't either. But can't anyway. Either. But he was anyway. married to somebody up here at the time. Yeah. Yeah. But it seemed like he was still there after they got divorced. I thought. But he's definitely in Jackson, Mississippi, back in Jackson, Mississippi. Uh, fast forward to Margaritaville. Jimmy did the bad intros after Margaritaville, but before everybody left on the encore, which I thought was interesting. Um, and as they come back, um, you can hear as they're getting ready to do the, the encore songs, you can hear Mac telling Jimmy that he didn't do Pirate. Which kind of means that can that uh, Canada, New Jersey is going to get screwed out of hearing "Book on the Shelf" and they're going to hear "Pirate" as the last song instead. What? You know you didn't play pirate. Oh, okay. Oh, I was just told I didn't play pirate. I got so excited. Well, hell, we're gonna play pirate. You didn't know? I changed the set list. It's not down there, but anyway, okay. We're okay. We're gonna. We're not going anywhere right now. Well, it gets a little hot and humid out here right now. Spirits are moving. Larger voices calling. I love this song. Thanks, Stephen Seals, for writing, and I love to sing it every night. Started singing it in the bar in Key West. I thought, man, I'm going to sing that when we go out on the road. It's been with us ever since. These are the ones you wish you'd written. And again, thank you all for coming. I know it's been a hard time, but we're going to get through all this. And we ain't going anywhere. We're back to this stage for the rest of the tour. Let's go. So there. And here is the intro to 
the final song, Pyrolix at 40. Uh, so any pirates out there? Uh, any Becky Thatcher's, Tom Sawyer's, Huckleberry Finn's. Drive home carefully tonight. Have a great summer. And the other thing is, again, thank you to uh, all the people that got us through this, from healthcare workers to the first responders to the people that made the vaccine. We wouldn't be doing these shows if that vaccine wasn't here. So get vaccinated if you don't have it. Do the right thing for America. Let's get over this fucking thing, all right? Next favorite. That's the end of the Camden show at the BLT Pavilion. And here's the fourth and final show of this leg of the tour from Great Woods in Mansfield, Massachusetts, Saturday, Massachusetts, Saturday, August 14th. Um, during the Bing and Bong show, Jimmy remembers that he was given a bottle of wine for uh, helping open the venue, I believe. And he was given the wine in 1988 and he's never opened it. And um, one of the questions he was asked was about going to space. And he had this to say. And we'll always have Paris. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're going to do Paris. I, you know, I miss Paris. I love I Paris, Paris in the springtime. He went to Paris. He went to, to Paris. Paris. I need to do that song again. Yeah, you should. I miss that song. Oh. We have so many good songs. By the way, what? I saw the production of Escape to Margaritaville. Last what? night. I, well, yes. Oh, and it, it, oh you did? Paris. Okay, yeah. tell us about that. Well, he went to Paris. was magnificent. They did a great so job. So tell them where you went. Well, there's a, they're doing the show. Algonquin? In, Is that in, the name of the, uh, in Maine? Yeah. At the uh, Algonquin Playhouse. Algonquin Playhouse, That's yeah. right. It's, it's over, a it's summer a, stock playhouse. It's been right. there for a long time, but they it's, uh, chose our show. Yeah, but a, several of the members of the Broadway production <laughs> were there. Yes. And, uh, the cast is a smaller cast because it's summer stock. Yeah. But it, they did a great job. Fantastic. I know. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. 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 I, I, I wish them the best up there. And then we start up in Tulsa, Oklahoma with the show on the road. And, that's what and, I hear. Uh, when is that? September. Yeah. Ah. So that's yeah. good. Right, yeah. Things so, are coming back. Chug but anyway, chug he chug. went to Paris. Was fabulous. Yes. He did a great job. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Good. Yeah. All right. Is there any viewer mail? Yeah, yeah, that's it. This is some high-tech stuff right here. This is for you. Bing, when are you going to take a flight to space? This is from Alex M. from Quincy, Mass. Actually, Alex, I am working on it as we speak. Bing Bong from the space shuttle? I didn't say anything about Bong. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You think Fran's going to let him go to space? No. Jane Bubba's going to go, get on up there. I can't can't even go to the beach. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Last yeah. night of the tour run, we're on. Yes, I'm right. working. I'm working on it. Right, We'd like to see Virgin you Galactic. Zero zero I did. I did fly the Virgin Galactic uh, simulator from the left seat, and it's pretty amazing because it's really, uh, it really the simulator really looks it, and the and the graphics are amazing because you think you're out That's there. That's when they drop you from the plane and then you go. Yeah, up and I landed it. I landed it back at the space center, and I landed it in half the runway. So, nice. I got. I'm getting myself in shape to go to space. Getting myself in shape to go to space. Okay, next question. Uh, The Finman. How come we don't have any questions? Well, I don't know. Finman from Uh, the uh, first clip from the show, from the Great Woods show, is Jimmy once again screwing up the choruses and bridge of down at the la di da. 
And this is a big one because it's right at the end of the song. Um, the song they brought back, brought back this time, not broke back, brought back this time was Boat Drinks, which I haven't heard in a long time. Um, Jimmy also messes up Wino and I Know. It really sounds like he cuts off um, John Lovell's uh, trumpet solo, like right in the middle of it. And so either either he's he's like in vacation mode, I guess, because it's the last uh, last show till uh, September, but here's one oh and I know. Just stepped all over him. I, have to, I always point out the Cave Dubon right here. Why? No one I know. During the intro to Come Monday, he mentions that Saint Somewhere came from a Delta Airlines ad, and I don't think I knew I'd heard that before either. I thought he invented it. Yeah, I thought it was his clever little pun, but no, it, it was an ad for Delta Airlines. Fly to Saint Somewhere at this, wow. you know, reasonable rates or whatever. And, uh, oh, I, uh, not only did they bring back boat drinks, they also broke, brought back, broke back. <laughs> they broke back. To You've been watching, Mick. I haven't been watching that. I have no idea why I'm saying it. <laughs> Some subliminal though. I haven't seen broke back moments no, since it came oh, out. Utley, Utley McAdally. Since it was released. That's even worse. <laughs> anyway, uh, Coconut Telegraph, they brought it back. And um, the uh, surprise song, although it really wasn't a surprise, was Gulf Coast Highway in tribute to Nancy Griffith, who had died, I think, the day before. And um, in tribute to her, they misspelled her name on screen, but uh, spelled it with a Y when it's with an I. But anyway, um, they did do Gulf Coast Highway. And I forgot that Mac is on the original. And um, Jimmy also does the song with Evangeline. So it's like both male voices are there on stage to sing the song. Um, And they also released rehearsal footage on Instagram and Facebook. So I I got to see that the afternoon of. So I knew that they were going to do the song. And then um, I think afterward, they released like full band rehearsal. So, but anyway, here's, here's the intro and a little clip of the song too. So there's going to be a hard edit. So it goes from the intro to, it goes from their introduction to the song's intro and then boom, you're like in the middle of the song because I wanted to, they trade off vocals. So I wanted to give a sample of each person that sings, except I don't think Jimmy's in here. I think it's just Mac and Tina. We're going to do a little song for you right now because, uh, 
We, we lost a, a dear friend, uh, Mac McInnell, I did, uh, Miss uh, Nancy Griffith, who passed away uh, a couple of days. They're a great songwriter, an angel's voice, and uh, an amazing person. And I can't, I can't not uh, pay her a little homage right now. And this is a little song that Mac sang on on, uh, on the original track, right? A little thing called Gulf Coast Highway. And uh, for Nancy Griffith, wherever you are up there, thank you for what you did for us. So this is for Nancy. Yeah. Says he'll catch some blackbird's wing And we will fly away to heaven Come some sweet blue bonnet spring She walked through springtime When he was home The days were sweet Fade out, and uh, Jimmy does do Pyrolyx of 40 a little earlier this time, and so they are able to end with Book on the Shelf. And that's the first four shows, or these are the four shows from August. So that's it till beginning of September. So we're all caught up as far as concert roundups go. Nice. Keeping our schedule like clockwork. (laughs) (laughs) We had our listener inspiration because we have our own show coming up. Yeah, I, I truly did not expect it. Oh, I'm amazed. Yeah. I'm amazed that it's happening. Been less than a month now, yeah. Yep, that's right. Less than a month. I think it's 30 days. I have a countdown going, so I think it's 30 days. Pretty yep. amazing. 30 Never days. Thought. And I have a wedding just a couple of days before it, too. I have to go to a wedding in Grand Rapids, crying out loud. Jeez. As far as how? That's another county. <laughs> I'm calling for a break. I have to Help it's not far from here. I'll be right back. Yeah, That's maybe right. I'll get, your voice. I got to get another uh, beer anyway. Is it beer break time? Sure. Sounds like it. All right. When you live on the North Coast, you manage time. Get the best three months, you gotta live through nine. That's life on the North. 